Hello friends, it's another Tuesday and I welcome you to the Mental Catalyst. I am Michael Amankwa. The Mental Catalyst or TMC is a show that seeks to empower everyone to achieve their purpose and full potential on earth. Last week's episode was titled Magical Morning, uh, Exercising or Physical Activity, which was episode number eight. Today's is episode 19 titled 27 Miles and Me how and why I walk eight hours non-stop. So basically, this is part of the Magical Morning uh, series where we, we talk about owning your morning and elevating your life by basically you know, taking care of your, your mind, your body, your soul, and your emotions by you know, waking up very early in the morning between 4 or 5 a.m. and then you know, performing certain rituals such as you know, exercising, uh, doing your morning devotion, meditating, and then reading, right? And then planning for the day and then, you know, getting the day underway. So today, as I always do, I'm going to start with, a, you know, a little story. And then we can, we can pick it up from there. So I'm part of this group on, 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 uh, on WhatsApp. Uh, we call ourselves The Catalyst. We have 11 people. And we are basically friends now. And what we do there is we just try to support ourselves with our Magical Morning program. So normally, you know, anytime we wake up between 4 and 5, we all say hello to each other, check on each other. And then we all set out to perform our rituals. And then when we are done, uh, we share insights and progress of our rituals. So one of the key rituals that we normally do early in the morning is obviously going for morning walks. And then when we are done, we come and post our steps, the number of steps that we have done on the platform. So sometimes... People will post this in the morning, some will post this in the evening, and stuff like that. So on this platform, uh, one of our ladies called Mameya decided to surprise all of us, I think about two weeks ago sometime, yeah, about two weeks ago. And um, she actually had 37,910 steps as a record. And our daily target is 10,000 steps. So not only did Mameya exceed it, she actually blew, out, blew it out of the water. And what we've also done on the, plat- on, on the platform is that we've paired ourselves as well. So Mamiya has her partner, you know, called Tim. And between the two of them, they also hold the, the, the paired record of 41,000 steps. So last Saturday, uh, which is the past Saturday, I, I jokingly put on the platform that I was going to break Mamiya's record, uh, which is the, I was going to break Mamiya's record, which is the 37,910 steps. You know, and then yeah, I was going to break Mamiya's record. So the day before, which is so on Saturday, I sent her a message that I love you, Mamiya, but I'm going to I'm, your your record is going to go down. Your record is going to go down. So Sunday at 4:45 a.m., my alarm clock goes off. I get up, get ready, put on my you know my walking gear. At 5:05, I left home, you know, with the intent of uh, breaking Mamiya's record. So I was going, I, you know, I, I normally listen to, you know, gospel music. I put my Apple AirPods in my ear and, you know, not only do I walk, but I also do my meditation and devotion in the process. Okay. So I was going, I kept walking, 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 walking with my media's record of 37,910 steps in mind. So from 5.05 a.m., I kept walking, kept on walking, kept walking the you know, the early part of the morning was cooler, was, you know, you didn't have traffic on the roads, uh, the air was a bit fresh, it was calmer and all of that, even though it was a little dark, it was still conducive for an early morning walk. So, 
I managed to break Mamiya's record of 37,910. Then I remembered that, um, okay, if I've been able to break Mamiya's record and I was not feeling tired, then why don't I, you know, uh, why don't I just break Mamiya and her partner's record, which was 41,000, okay? Because the day before I had promised them that I was going to do 40,000, okay? So, but on my way, I told my partner also that, you know what, I just sent a quick message in the morning that, hey, I think I want us to break Mamiya and Tim's record of 41,000. So I'm going to do 40,000. I'm going to do 40,000 steps. You do 15,000. And then we'll make a 65,000 steps and then we'll kind of like stretch them. But because it was, that, it was very early in the morning and I hadn't given my partner heads up, she wasn't prepared to come join me on the challenge at the time. Aside of that, so she wasn't feeling too well and uh, she just wasn't in the position to, 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 to assist at the time. And my partner has always been consistent with about 15,000 steps daily anyway. So she's also a very, very powerful uh, lady when it comes to walking. So she's always on top. She doesn't joke with her early morning exercise. So when I broke Mamiya's record, then I was like, okay, you know what? Why don't I just break Mamiya's and Tim's record so that, um, uh, you know, we will hold the new record. So after Mamiya's own was done, then I, I had promised the team I was going to do 40,000. So 37,910, I kept walking, and then I broke the, I got to the 40,000, which is what I had said on the platform. But 40,000 and 1,000 steps was not too far apart. So I said, you know what, why don't I just break the third record as well? So I targeted that, and then I got it done as well. But when I got that done, at that point, the sun had started coming out. The weather was beginning to get hot. It was beginning to get humid. It was beginning to become difficult to walk. But... After I had broken the paired record, I remembered that I had also said in the previous TMC episode that in 2022, I'm going to actually run a marathon. Okay, and a marathon is 26.2 miles or about 42 kilometers. So I was going to run it. So, and me putting out this challenge, it's not like I am a physical person. I, uh, you know, I am a professional athlete or anything like that. I've never done anything physical in my life. So this is a task that you know i don't even know how i was going to do it but one of the things i have learned in my life is look michael always put a challenge before you and figure out a way okay so when these two records were down and re and remembering that i had said on the previous episode that i was going to break the uh, i was going to actually participate in a, you know in a, we call the milo marathon in ghana and then after we go to new york and do the new york marathon or boston marathon i have talked about that so then i said to myself why don't i walk the distance of a marathon then right on time but at this point it was beginning to become very difficult to walk my legs were becoming heavy i started developing blisters i started feeling bruises between my thighs i was struggling to breathe but i also realized that if i was going to get this done i had to find a way of walking the distance without thinking about it so what I did was I started visualizing. Remember in Magic Morning, we talked about visualizations and gratitudes and things like that. So I realized I had to adapt different strategies to help me, you know, uh, pursue what I was doing. So I think about 13 miles, my left airport went dead. 30 minutes after, the right one also went dead, meaning that now the music that I was using to 
you know, keep me going as a booster, as a motivator, and, you know, just keep me firing and all. Of course, there's gospel music, you know, so as I'm listening to it, I'm connected with my God, I'm talking to my God, I'm kind of like praying in between and stuff like that. You know, night was gone. So now I had total silence, really, to work with. So at that point, I felt like giving up, and I was like, look, this is not an option. I have to go, okay? Not long after that experience, a friend called me, who is also, was not on the platform we have, but a friend also does much come warning, and she was like, how is it going? I'm like, look, I'm trying to walk 27 you know i'm trying to do 26.2 miles i want to walk the length of a marathon she's like look you don't need to you 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 know there's no need to do this you're going to kill yourself it's too much work that 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 you've already done more than ten you you've done this you've done that why are you trying to do that and i was like don't do that don't do that if you're not going to encourage me don't do that i understand where you're coming from you're you're concerned about my welfare but this is not the time for that okay so let me get back to you okay and it wasn't something that I took personally or I was angry about or whatever. Because generally, when people care about you, they don't want to see you straining and stressing and hustling out there because you want to, you know, set some record in terms of you just want to be able to walk, you know, the length of a marathon, right? But that is the power of determination, knowing what you want. So when you do, you know, and you hear business coming in, you, you have a way of filtering them out, okay? So I kept walking, I kept walking. Now, whilst I was walking... For me to be able to walk the rest of the distance, I had to start, you know, visualizing and, and playing all sorts of tricks in my head and stuff like that for me to be able to go. So three days or three days before I started, I had watched 14 Peaks. Okay, so it's a documentary about a Nepalese guy called Nims, who has actually, you know, climbed all the 14 peaks in the world, 8,000 feet. And the previous record holder had done it. It took him 16 years to do. Nims did it in seven months. So it's something that was at the back of my mind asked, wow, something that someone, it took somebody 16 years, this guy was able to do it seven months. So I was like, if he's been able to do it, I can do it too. So not long before that also, I read an article about a lady who is, you know, a running coach, 25 years old, called Adi Zarena, who actually ran a marathon. And, you know, while I was running, I think before seven, seven miles, she put on herself like three times. And when she was done with the marathon, she had poop all over her. She, she, had, she didn't have her shoes on. She had to be carried into a hotel room to be cleaned up and stuff like that. And, you know, there were about 3,133 women that ran the marathon. And she actually, she actually was a 30th. So I was asking myself, why would, such, why would anybody put themselves through such torture? Okay, you're running a marathon, you know, you got to go, you, you, you know, at which most people will stop because most people will be embarrassed by, you know, being considered a poor pie and all of those things. But this person did not give up. So all of this served as a motivator for me, not to give up, but to keep going. But remember, at this point, the sun was out. We have Hamatan now. It's humid. It was difficult. It's like, nobody's asked me to do this. Nobody's paying me. Why am I doing this? Yeah. But I remember something. I said to myself, my word is my bond. When I say I want to do something, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. And the reason why I have to do it is because what dwells in me, what lives in me, is so powerful that it's been able to create this universe, all the beautiful things in this world. Why can't I surmount? Why can't I achieve this? Okay? So at that point, I knew that, look, I was not walking alone. I was walking in faith. Okay? Then, on Saturday, this past Saturday, I also watched the past Olympics, yeah, in, uh, I think it's Tokyo. The greatest marathon runner, okay, Iliad uh, Kipogi, yeah, Kichogi, I think that's the name, yeah. This guy ran 
the entire marathon, about 42 kilometers, and that I think he did about two, two hours, eight minutes. And the guy ran it so majestically, and I just admire him. I just I was like, you know what? Anytime I find myself in Kenya, I'm going to look for him just to give him a hug. So all of these guys served as what motivation for me. So I kept on going. I kept on going. So from 13 miles, I got to about 20. Now, when I got to 20, now at that point, it was becoming extremely difficult. Okay, extremely difficult because now the sun was really, really out. It was scorching. Now, my legs were becoming very, very heavy. My waist was beginning to hurt. My back was beginning to hurt. I was beginning to feel heat at the back of my neck. You know, I remember I hadn't planned for this long walk. So I didn't have like any energy bars. I didn't have, you know, uh, I didn't really prepare. Okay. So then I was like, I was torn. I was like, do I just stop? Already, I've already broken Mamiya and Tim's record. So why do I have to continue, right? I was like, no. This is the time to prove that you're a liar. This is the time to prove that, look, the things you talk about, you can actually walk them. You just don't say them, okay? Then I also realized that, you know what? Magical morning, we also talk about visualization. So then what I visualized was an evil king had captured 10 of my most favorite people in this entire world. People that have been there for me, have loved me unconditionally, stood by me, supported me, and have made me what I am. And for me to get these 10 people out, for each person, I have to get every two miles, every two miles releases a person. Okay, so I think I had this thought maybe before the 20th mile okay so each two miles releases a person so as i kept walking as i kept walking anytime i crossed you know i got a two two miles done in my mind a person was removed you know so i kept on going like kept on going like that and whilst i was doing it i was also playing back whoever was being released the kind of relationship i've had with them how much they've loved me how much they've stood by me how they've molded me how they've impacted me and all of that so i kept going i kept going so when i got to i think 20th yeah the 20th mile yeah, my point. The last person that I had in the lot was somebody that had, somebody that I, I, I love, somebody that has hurt me, somebody that has caused me a lot of pain, somebody that has turned my world upside down. But I added a person into the mix for a strategic reason, because in this world, in this life, we always have to learn to forgive, to let go, try to understand, to be empathetic, and all of those things. So... Why would I use my last energy, really, at that point, to try and rescue somebody that naturally most people would not? So the essence here was, I wanted to, you know, I've always said that each passing day, you want to become a better person, right? You want to become a better person. So where you fall short, where you, you know, you've not been what you ought to be and things, and you know, you want to improve and things like that. And one big area is how we deal with people. You know, when we think that people have wronged us, you know, justifiably or non-justifiably or whatever. Yeah, a lot of times we carry emotional baggage. So for me, what I did was, this was, you know, a situation where now I had opportunity to, to rescue, let's call it, somebody that is not your super favorite person, right? And, and, but a person is deserving of being rescued, okay? But for me, it was, it, was, it, was a he, it was part of my healing process, okay? It was part of my healing process. So after I rescued this person, I had hit a 20-mile mark. Now, thereafter, and I have 6.2 to go, making it 26.2. Now, that was when it was, like, brutally difficult. So I was like, now, at this point, I have to save myself. I have to save myself. I don't remember at what, you know, what the time was at that time, but I kept walking, I kept walking, I kept walking. But what I also realized was that my, I wasn't tired. 
cardio-wise. I wasn't tired cardio-wise. So I knew that, you know, my heart was okay. I knew that I wasn't panting, panting per se. I wasn't struggling. But as I got to the 23rd mark, then I realized that my mouth was beginning to become very bitter, like extremely bitter. I was beginning to, you know, taste bitterness in my mouth. I could, you know, I realized I was becoming like painfully difficult to continue. At that point, I was like, do I just finish? Do I just finish? But I also remembered that, you know, this year I've read my 53 books and Having gone through that experience, I knew that, look, all I had to do was to persevere, right? All I had to do was to persevere. So I said, you know what? The last set of mouths was dedicated to saving myself from this evil king. Now that I've released, you know, my 10 favorite people, let me release myself as well. Let me free myself as well. So that I concentrated and I kept going, I kept going. But the other motivation that I had was my friends on the TMC Catalyst platform because these are people that now are family are people that like cherish that people that i love and i wanted them to know that look whatever you set your mind at you can achieve and also being a catalyst i wanted them to know that you know what yes leadership by example so i'm going to do it you know and i couldn't wait to let them because none of them knew that i was gunning for you know an entire marathon you know length so i continue continued and then I finished it. And when I finished it and I got home, the first thing I did was I collapsed on the floor. I was struggling to breathe. I felt, I felt like fainting. I felt like I was in another world. But I also knew that I had achieved something significant. So I was proud of myself. Now I had to figure out how to gather myself. You know, because at that point, I couldn't even... I tried to go upstairs to go get a shower, go get a bath. Now I had to crawl up, you know, because now my legs were so heavy, I had to drag my legs, you know. So it was difficult, but the sense of achievement triumphed at all, okay? So basically, today's story, it's about self-confidence. Self-confidence, okay? So what is self-confidence? Self-confidence is an attitude about your skills and abilities. It means you, you accept and trust yourself and have a sense of control in your life. You know your strengths and weaknesses well and have a positive view of yourself. You set realistic expectations and goals, communicate assertively, and can handle criticism. So we are talking about self-confidence. And the reason why this topic is very personal to me is this. I see a lot of great people deprive themselves of self-confidence because they don't want to be judged by society. They can't stand criticism. And I've always said, I am a liar. And I know what self-confidence can do. If I wasn't confident, I wouldn't have been able to read 53 books in 2021. If I wasn't confident, I wouldn't have been able to walk 27 miles alone, quietly, when I am not financially motivated. So self-confidence can take you to the moon back. That is why today we are talking about self-confidence. So as I always do, I give you a few quotes. So the first one is believe in yourself. Have faith in your abilities without a humble, without a humble but reasonable confidence in your own powers. You cannot be successful or happy. Let me take that again. Believe in yourself. Have faith in your abilities. Without a humble but reasonable confidence in your own powers, 
you cannot be successful or happy. No man feels a pill. Yeah? So, if you don't have confidence in your own powers and your own abilities, how are you going to be successful? How are you going to do things that matter to you? How? The next one is, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Eleanor Roosevelt. When you are confident, you are not defined by what people say about you or say to you. A lot of times, we allow people's words and the way they treat us to break us down, to put us in the gutter when we don't deserve to be in the gutter. So self-confidence, knowing self-worth is super, super important. Okay? So no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So under no circumstance should you let anybody define you or make you feel you're nothing. If you have no confidence in in self, you are twice defeated in the race of life. With confidence, you have won even before you started. To succeed in this world, you need confidence. Let nobody tell you that it's a crime to be confident. Some of my closest friends say, I believe in skin. <laughs> I believe in skin. And sometimes they tease me with it. Which I proudly accept because I know very well that, look, all the great people that I admire are people that are super confident, that dare and do things that most people deem impossible. Okay? The next one is, if you hear a voice within you say you cannot paint, then by all means, paint. And that voice will be silenced. Vincent van Gogh, yeah? So when you find yourself in a situation where you have doubt, you think you can't do something, that is when you have to say to yourself, you know what, I am going to get this done. I am going to get it done because what lives within me, what dwells in me, can overcome anything else out there. So you got to have faith. You got to believe. Okay? The next one is, remember that whatever, remember that wherever your heart is, there you will find your treasure. And I like this one. This is very powerful because I have said that the meaning to my life is to helping others find their meaning. And that is where my heart is. That is why I will slave to walk eight hours from 5.05 to 1 p.m. and over. Why? Because I wanted people to know that, look, in this life, we can have the best life if we dream and we put in the effort and it can be done. And I didn't want it to be just words. I wanted it to be on record that, look, someone like me who is not fiscal, who has, who has not done any of these things before, decided and planned and did it. Therefore, anybody who has a dream and a goal out there, with some confidence, they'll be able to achieve their dreams. Okay? So your heart has to be in it. Your heart has to be in it. You can't do things. You can't achieve great things when your heart is not in it. When it becomes tough, you're going to give up. Okay? Okay. So what are some of the things you can do to be self-confident? One, get things done. Confidence is built on accomplishment. Remember what I have said. Any time you set goals and you, you overcome them, it helps, it increases your self-confidence. A lot of times sub- subconsciously. So having been able to read 52 books, which is not an easy feat, that effort, that experience gave me a lot of confidence, which I transferred to my walking challenge. 
because I have done it before in another realm, and now I'm able to do it with what? Walking. Okay? Monitor your progress. A lot of times, when you have a task or a challenge or a goal, you want to be able to monitor your progress. And when you monitor your progress and you realize how far you've come and how much more you have left, it also helps you build your confidence by saying that, you know what, you're almost there. The finish line is there. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Go. A lot of times, we don't have, we don't monitor our progress. We don't have, you know, insights. So we are just kind of like roaming and going, yeah? So we don't even know how close we are. And a lot of times, we just give up when we are just like super close to achieving a goal or a target, okay? Do the right thing, okay? Most confident people live by value system. Do the right thing, yeah? Always try to live right. Do the right thing. Do not cheat. Don't, don't play people. Don't do evil. Just do the right things, yeah? Live by your value system. It also helps build your confidence. Then exercise also helps boost your confidence, okay? Because now during the magical morning, every morning, 5 a.m., you know, I go out there and I walk and I come back and I feel good and all of those things. And then I'm able to do morning devotion and all of those things. The exercise makes me f- feel good. Okay, and it also helps me build my confidence because right now I feel good, I feel agile, and all of those. So, no matter what I set my mind to, I'm able to do because look, my mind is also sharp. You cannot really exercise and your mind will not be sharp. And we talked about also not just physical activities that's exercising, you also feed your mind through reading. So, when you combine all of these things, it also helps you what? Become more confident, okay? And be fearless. When I say I'm a liar, sometimes people don't understand. This mentality, this attitude, this way of thinking is what makes me dare. It's what makes me do things that naturally I will not be able to do. So be fearless, yeah? But your, your, your fearlessness has to be grounded in something, okay? In experience and in faith, you know, and all of that. So be fearless. Don't be timid. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid of failure and all of those. No, I've talked about failure. Failure, what, is what? It's just part of the process to success, okay? So be fearless, okay? I don't care what others think. Don't care. And this is a controversial one because a lot of time we try to please people who are not interested in the dreams and goals and aspirations we have and will find ways of discouraging us. So be, be confident, believe in yourself, understand why you're, you're doing something, why you started something, and then you know, allow yourself to filter and process the things that you hear. So I gave the example of my friend who cared about my welfare whilst I was walking. She didn't mean ill. She, she didn't say it with ill intention and all of that. She genuinely cared, right? But my agenda was different for which she didn't know. So I had to process it in a way that, you know, I was not offensive in my response to her as well. I had to understand where she was coming from, okay? So you need to know when to really care about what people say and when not to care about what they say. But you can really do that when you genuinely understand the mission before you and what task you have and why you're doing it and then surround yourself with positive people surround yourself with positive people it's very very important okay you can't really do great things in this world when you don't have positive people people who are rooting for you people are willing to sacrifice with you people are also willing to do their bits okay so surround yourself with positive people the right energy not the naysayers and the negative energy type people okay don't do that so sorry that uh, i had started but once again the setting had gone to only me mode so i had done 13 you know minutes before i realized that you know uh i was not broadcasting live so i had to you know start all over again so sorry that you know really you guys didn't get to see it from eight 
8, 8 p.m. as we, we normally do. I want to use this opportunity to specially thank uh, Shalene uh, Ifua Tamaklo, who is my co-author on a little piece we've put out there titled 27 Miles and Me. Uh, the you know, 27 Miles and Me, how and why I work eight hours non-stop. So we did a, sh a little write-up uh, just to share. So for those who want to reference it later can actually take their time and also reference it. I encourage everybody to read it. It's an amazing experience that we've, we've actually detailed. And, in it, and I hope it serve as, you know, a form of motivation and inspiration to all of you guys that are out there that are listening to this. Feel free to share them because as I've said, at the end of our lives, we want to look back not with regret, but to say, you know what, we lived a life that was worth living. We put in our effort, you know, we fell down, we got up, and all of those things. I also want to use this opportunity to thank the uh, daily narrators for the daily nuggets. Uh, so, Angela Amankwa, Clemens um, Daku, uh, Sonja Kotin Foster, Ebenezer Kwame Otosmeni, Erasmus Maoli, Segafia, and then uh, if we're Tamaklo once more. So I want to say special thanks to you guys. Uh, people are asking, where can you find it? I'm actually going to post it right after uh, this session is done. Uh, trust me, that piece was not for me. That piece, 27 miles and me, was not about Michael or Manqua. No, it was not about me. It was about us. It was about us. And I want you guys to live happy lives. I want you guys to dream and pursue it. I want you guys to live for others, not just for yourselves. I want the definition of your meaning of life should be not about you, but service to others. Okay? So that is why we do TMC. So do feel free and share it. Okay? And also, don't forget, don't forget, I'm available. I'm, I'm, you know, you can access me. You can reach me through Facebook Messenger when you want. Send me a ping and I'll reply to you. I've always said, guys, we can't get far when you don't read, okay? A super, I want to especially thank my friends, on, um, my friends on the Catalyst platform. My partner, uh, Cynthia Fiamo, my, my pet partner, very, very competitive, always motivational, inspirational, always pushing me and, uh, um, you know, pushing all of us, you know, forward. Uh, I want to mention some of their names. Uh, hopefully, some of them won't get back to me again. And deal with me. Mamiya, Amma, Ikuya, you know, Ifwa, Tim, Kofi Blankson, my brother Kofi Blankson, solid, solid guys also on there. Uh, Michelle is on there as well. And a few others, okay? So, on this note, I want to thank you guys. I'm going to post um, the article. We're also going to do a narration, an audio narration of it as well. So those who want to hear it as podcast, you're going to have access to it. Those who want to read the article, you're also going to have access to it. But please, do feel free to share. But most importantly, don't settle. Don't live an ordinary and mediocre life. The God that created you, that dwells in you, is not one of mediocrity and average. It's not. Therefore, strive to be exceptional. On that note, Thank you. I love you guys and take care.